All right, stream started finally. All right. It's going to be a nice, tight, tight show. Tight show? Tight. Woo! Woo! Like Rick hey guys, only this one and one more show and Derek and Eduardo are finished forever. Just kidding. They think a name change is going to make their show different or better. It's like taking a big pile of human shit. I say human shit because it's the worst kind of shit. Because if you walk by dog shit, you're just like, oh, hey, watch out for that dog shit. Then you walk around and move on. If you come onto human shit in any place, including a toilet, and it's not your own, your first instinct is to call 911. <laughs> Changing the show name is like taking a huge pile of human shit and smashing it into a sandcastle mold and then releasing it, expecting onlookers to be impressed. But it's just a sandcastle shaped pile of human shit. The worst kind of shit. I like my podcast to not be self deprecating. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, it, I don't have any control over what Siri says about it. She's a real bitch. She's a real bitch. But you know what? Um, I still feel like I don't. While I agree with Siri that really changing the name does not have any bearing on it, I do feel like the Times for the Poorly name is still a better name. It is. No, and I think it... And that's all I would care about at this point. I think there there's going to be something that feels better about it. I agree. Other than I've, had, I've made some really awesome episode artwork building up to the finale. You can still make Not cool episodes. Well, yeah, I know, but you have made some really good episodes. I've been pretty though. proud of some of the stuff. Like this last, you this can most still, recent one has been fun. There's still going to be 65 episodes of the Time Spent Poorly podcast. It's just it's it's called a different thing, right? Are we gonna? Should we change the name after 65 episodes of Time Spent Poorly? <laughs> Make it something else. Maybe that's what we just do. Take every every we show never... to sixty five episode mm-hmm. arc, and then keep retiring <laughs> and it. <then> keep. <laughs> love it. I love the idea. Yeah. And then we'll come back with, you know, I miss Basement Boys. So we're gonna do Basement Boys three. Basement Boys three. <laughs> anyway. I love it. And then at Basement Boys sixty five, we kill ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Basement Boys 365. 365. I love it. How was your week going? Uh, about as well as can be expected. Same it's, here. Uh, I mean, it's just been a week. It's I have to. I got to drive to Pasco tomorrow with Cameron and spend the weekend there because he's got a soccer tournament. And then, uh, then I come just back. Just you and him. Just he and I, because Nicole has. Um, we're do Zoe turned six a couple weeks ago, and so she's got to do a birthday party for her. Um, and she's doing it at the, the ice rink. And we'd already had it on the books. And if we push it out any further, it's just going to get too like it's like okay, we're already like a week and a half to two weeks out from her actual birthday. So you you are not going to be at your daughter's birthday party? Well, no, we had a family. Oh, function. We did better. get together as a family oh, and okay, do a good. party, and she's had her presents and stuff. This is for like friends, her from school. and her she little friends, her. and yeah. So they're having. So like neither a, of the brothers will be at this thing. I, Wyatt'll be there, I think, helping. Oh, helping, helping, yeah, helping himself to some pizza. Will there be pizza? There will be pizza. Not my favorite kind of pizza, though. 
What's the where's the pizza from? They're getting Papa John's. Oh, that's what the ice rink has. Like they've got some sort of deal worked out with Papa John's. That's not a very good deal. I don't know what the deal is. See if if we were like Tim, if we were like some (laughs) shitty pizza, (laughs) if we were like Tim Heidecker's show right now, I would play a clip of uh, Donald Trump going. We've that's the worst deal we've ever made, or whatever yeah. he was talking about NAFTA or whatever. Yeah, that's the worst deal in the history of deals. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Papa, I recently, <laughs> I have two friends. They're twins, actually. Their names are Michael and Patrick. Shout out to Michael and Patrick, who are lovely, lovely men. They're good friends of mine. They love Papa Shut John's. Up. They love that. Uh, yeah, I just- they love it. And and um, there was a time where one of them, I can't remember who, was inviting me over to their house. And I'm like, what are you having? And they're like, pizza. And I'm like, it's not Papa John's, is it? <laughs> <laughs> and it reminded me of The Office. Pizza from Alfredo. Pizza by Alfredo or Alfredo's Italian Pizza. <laughs> one of them was delicious. One of them was hot discs of garbage. Yeah, I've never. I've never like been their, a Papa like John's sauce. The sauce is bad. The sauce tastes terrible. Um, I would rather have. <laughs> Peter doesn't like it. Is it that laggy? It doesn't even look that laggy. You suck. <laughs> he's being a. He's being a dick. Being a Hi, dick, Peter. Peter. You know, I would rather have. I would rather have the $5 pizzas from Little Caesars than Papa John's. I think Little Caesars makes a good cheap pizza. Thank you for that because I feel better now. I think I like their hot and ready's. I like their <laughs> their stuffed crust are really good. $5. And their deep dish are really good. And, you know, pizza at fucking screwed the pooch because at some point in time i used to i worked for pizza for years and used to like lovingly endorse it i mean it wasn't like i i didn't just love it because i worked there i loved it because it was good food it's not anymore it's not not i we pizone came back i ordered a pizone the other day greatly disappointed they just don't care there's not a like a care of service can i have a drink you know what um i think i think little caesar's is a decent pizza too especially for being uh, a cheapo pizza. Yeah, well, and ever since Domino's had that, like, pubes on the, like, washing <laughs> on the sponge thing that, like, went viral on YouTube or whatever. Yeah. They, like, basically reinvented themselves and they, like, came out with really good crusts and stuff. And so I like Domino's. Uh, Domino's is the uh, most now. Okay, as far so, as, like, inexpensive br- pizza goes. Inexpensive in, like, a chain? Yeah. So, for those of you not from the area, if you come here, you'll hear people wane on, wax and wane on about uh, Fazari's. Uh, it's like a, I never liked Fazari's. So we love it. I mean, we're 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 the people who would wax and wane about how delicious Fazari's is. But I don't always have the money for the Fazari's, and they don't deliver. Yeah, they're expensive. Um, I, I see. I don't mind Southway. Southway's good. So with that said. We usually go chain pizza. And if we're going to order chain pizza, we usually go the route of Domino's pizza. That's if we want delivery. If we have to go somewhere, though, we're mod. Oh, mods. Oh, I, you know, you made me, I completely forgot about mod. 
I mod. love mod. Mod's my new favorite. Yeah, mod's my favorite now. Um, because the crust is thin. <laughs> it's uh, I can get exactly what it is filling, and I can get exactly what I want, and it's not what you want, right. and it's not what he wants or she wants, and because I can get my own eleven-inch pizza. Yep. And I don't. I don't have to have what you are having. Well, and the the great thing about that is like you can take two pieces of it and like put it together like a sandwich, mm-hmm. which I do often because it's that that crust is just like a little like it's a little and it's seven dollars. So good, it's a good deal too. I love me some mod mod pizza. Yeah, man, it's my favorite in town. If I if I have to go anywhere, I'll go to mod. If I am going to go somewhere, if like Bree's out of town and nobody knows, I'll go get a little Caesar's pizza. Yeah, pizza. Nobody pizza. knows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like cheating on her with a fat, like a, like a really like well, the, fat dude. I really like Little Caesars stuffed crust pizza. I, it's good. Their stuffed crusts. Have you had their wings? I have not. Their wings are good. Are they? Mm-hmm. They're better. Domino's wings are better. I, I got prefer... wings. Where did I get wings from? I think I got them. <laughs> they might have been Domino's. The wings, wings you made here are were really good. The wings I made, yeah. Didn't uh, you say that to, you not to pat myself? Didn't on the you back. say that you made those wings and then a few days later or something like that ordered Domino's? Yeah, I think it was, and it was like not the same. Right, you said like, like disappointing. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I had, uh, I started eating them, and I'm like, oh, these are kind of like slimy and soft, and mm-hmm. and uh, they're good though. If you were, to, if you were to eat. If you were to eat Domino's wings and not have had those wings a few days before. Not have had the ones I had, then uh-huh. it probably would have been fine. They're, they're fine. They, I'd have probably been like, good wings. Those are good do wings. Do you know? Do you but know? But I made some really You did know. They were wings, really good wings. To, do you know where some other good wings are? Is the um, is Zone 208. I've heard Street. you guys mention that. That's really good. good. Are they yep. pretty inexpensive? Do you get them delivered or do you have to go pick them up? Pick them up. You do. Pick them up. And they're not... Super inexpensive. I mean, I don't know. As far it's as a wings restaurant. go, wings are expensive anymore. That's what, are, when yeah. I made those wings, it was a lot less expensive to make them than it would have been to order them. I remember but when it was I... was a time sink, too, because I was using my air fryer to make them. So <laughs> it was like I could do like eight at a time, ten at a I time. I like the... You know what? I get the, I get the bag. The bag of frozen wings from Costco. That's what I had was just like oh. Costco style frozen wings, and then I like breaded them and made them, and then oh, but I get the Costco style like like hot wings. Oh, though. the hot oh well, the ones yeah. that are already prepped up. Yeah, that'd be okay too. Okay. Yeah, wings. Uh, you know, wings are easily in my top five favorite food. Uh, they're so easy to eat a thousand of them. Do you and think? Do you think when we start over with time spent poorly and we've Talked about doing top five. Do you think that we do an episode of top five, like like top five all time favorite foods? Okay. Top five all time favorite guilty pleasure foods. Okay. Now, a guilty pleasure food I would define as when I was married uh, the first time. Mm-hmm. I um. When I was married the first time, I was not allowed, was explicitly told that I was not allowed to eat McDonald's. 
I was not allowed to get food from McDonald's and eat McDonald's. And there was a time, a few times, where I would order food from McDonald's using cash. <laughs> I've been in that position. And then hungrily eat McDonald's in, the, in my car. And then throw the garbage out like a block away <laughs> from my house and make sure the receipt would be thrown away. Of course. And I always like to imagine that I got home and there'd be like some ketchup on the collar of my shirt and be like, were you eating McDonald's? No, I was cheating on you. <laughs> yeah, no, it was cocaine. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I had to cheat on my ex-wife with McDonald's. Ward. <laughs> That's messed up. It is. Do you know how bad it makes you feel to cheat on somebody with food? Likely pretty bad, I would say. It didn't feel great. No. But you know what? It's a thing that happened. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Um, have you... So I went to Weezer last weekend. You did. And so we had to drive down through McCall and stuff. Uh, have you been to McCall? Yes. Okay. So there's this pancake restaurant have you been to this in mccall in mccall i've only it's like one a really big building mm, no i've only eaten at bars in mccall because i've only eaten in the evening and i've only eaten like uh, at this one place that had really delicious big old nasty hamburgers it was so good and i watched uh grizzly bears or yeah, grizzly bears walk across the street. Oh, wow. Yep, just big old grizzly bears walking nice. across the street. So this is the place that's in the picture. I've there. seen the place. I mean, it's right off the road. Um, we went in there. Um, the place that Nicole wanted to go, I think it was called Growlers, and they were closed for, like, remodel. What is Growlers? It's like a pizza pub place. Okay. And so... We ended up going in there, and they had it, their menu is like printed on like a magazine, like <laughs> paper. But it's but I mean, you open up the menu, and it's like holy shit. There's some op like there's just tons of options, like the Cheesecake Factory for style burgers, menu. For, like. like I mean, there's just everything. And so I, but I ended up ordering a burger with bacon and eggs on it because mm. that's you know I was hungry. <laughs> and, like, I love to order food that just makes me hate myself. Yeah. So I order it. I eat it all. The fries are those fries that have like that. They almost have like a light breading on them. Yeah. Like they have some texture to them as you're eating them and they're crunchy, but but like still steaky and like the steak fry thickness in the inside. They're not like McDonald's fries. They're right. thicker fries, but they also had a little bit. Of, those are really good. Then I asked for a side of ranch and um, some green pepper Tabasco, which I promptly mixed in my ranch. Delicious. Oh. That was like a thing I've done since like... In the ranch? Grade school. Like, or from like... Yeah, high school. I started doing that okay. in high school. I mixed the green pepper sauce in I mean, I love the green... The green pepper sauce Tabasco is my favorite Tabasco. Yes. I'm going to have to try that in the ranch now. Though. Now, be careful. Now, some ranches... Um, the... The chemistry doesn't always work out, and the green Tabasco will curdle the ranch. Oh, okay. So you Good have to, to be careful with some ranches. Um, 
I found that weird, but yeah, it that it happens. Okay. So anyway, I did that. I had my fries. I was dipping my burger in my ranch like a fucking savage. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I don't know. A health update. I've put on a few pounds <laughs> so since, uh, since last we talked about this, but I'm working on it. Anyway, so we eat this, we go, and then we leave. But before we leave, I see her delivering to a table on a dinner-sized plate this giant, like, four-inch-tall cinnamon roll. Oh, my God. So as I, like, when she came back over, I'm like, can we get one of those giant cinnamon rolls to go? And she's like, of course. And so she gets it, brings it to us. And like when I paid for it, like the price on all the stuff, yeah, everything was really reasonable. It was like not that much. Like the price for the cinnamon roll, get, you tell me how much you think a giant plate saucer <clears throat> size, half foot tall cinnamon roll would cost. Ten bucks. Four dollars and fifty cents. Oh, wow. I've I've honestly thought ten dollars. I was like ten dollars yeah, I mean, would well, be. I, yeah, and I didn't even care. I would I, like I didn't I, I didn't see it on the menu. I didn't ask for the price. I was just like I have to have that. We're gonna have it. Yeah. So we I was like we'll have it in the hotel room. So, um, we get it. We go, and Nicole finishes like half her burger. So I was like I'll be eating that later because she's not a leftovers person. So. She's not. Not a big one, no. What she a gift. Sometimes, what a gift like, from the gods. Yeah. I was like, that'll be mine later. And uh, I'll take care of that. So then we go to the Weezer concert. Right. And this band, I don't know, have you ever heard of, they're called Basement? No. Well, one thing I told Nicole, I was like, if there's anything I can impart on anybody, naming... <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Using a title to your band or your podcast with the name Basement in it is probably not the best idea to be discovered. But um, they're they're based out of the UK. They were okay, and there was these girls out there. Like the crowd hadn't like filled in yet, and there was a point in time where I was starting to kind of wonder, like, like is this not going to sell out? Like I haven't been to a concert that big in a while. Right. Like we went to the Everclear concert, but it was at a casino. Right. And it filled in. But it's a little bit... It was at the Coeur d'Alene Casino. A little bit different venue than an arena. The last arena show I had been to was like Kenny Chesney when Nicole and I first started dating back in like 2001. Okay. And so that was up in Spokane. So I go... Anyway, so I'm like, are they going to... like? Is this not going to sell out? And I'm starting to feel like bad for everybody. And so then this right. band basement comes out and plays... And they're okay, but I mean, it wasn't. It, they were, it was hard to understand. But there were these two girls that must have been like basement groupies that were like, and you saw the pictures I sent you. Were kind of like off to the right yeah. of the or to Great the left seats. of the stage, to Great the right seats. of the stage yeah. from looking at the stage. But, um, so the se- the seats we had were great, and I was very proud of myself once I because like, I'd forgot where we were sitting. Yeah, when we got down there, I was like, "Holy shit, this is awesome." They're great seats. And um, so, but I see these two girls out in the crowd and they're, they're dancing, they're doing like, they're the only two out there stand dancing. And then at a certain point, um, I see them and I can make out that they're mouthing the lyrics to the songs that this band basement is playing. So I was like, okay, these guys, that's cool. They know them at least. So they're, they're here 
for them and whatever, you know, and Weezer and everybody else. Sure. So um, they do their thing. And then at like probably 75% of the way through their set in between songs. And these girls are in the middle of the floor. Yeah. Of the, of the arena and about seven, eight rows back from the stage. And, but I can audibly hear one of them yell, stand up, come on, stand up. It's not that hard, but only in like a real bitch voice. I didn't do a very good justice, but she was like, stand up. It's not that hard. To who? To everyone. To everyone in the, uh, in there. Not because people were sitting. Because there were people still sitting. Because like we didn't like nobody knew who basement was oh. at that point. So nobody had like, like there were a few people, but they were like the two people, and people were clapping and stuff and applauding to the music. But it wasn't, and so I was like, wow. So then the Pixies, good band, come out. See, that's the thing I wanted to ask you about. Um, I was talking to Josh, and I was hoping he was going to be able to make it on the show mm-hmm. this episode, but he wasn't. But he had mentioned before we went to the concert that like Pixies is his favorite band. Well, we all know Josh. The Josh that's been on the show recently is like twenty four, mm-hmm. and I like when I was like doing the concert stuff, I was doing like a deep dive into like I do like I'll Wikipedia sure. everybody, even like Weezer that I've that right. I'm pretty familiar with. Um. So Pixies were found in like 86. Yeah, they're an old band. And then they disbanded in like 93, 94. Mm-hmm. And then they got back together in 2004. So I was wondering, like, is Josh like new Pixies fan? Or, or he did he find them as an old fan? Well, maybe he's or, a big... He's, Josh could be a big... I mean, where or, is or my mind could, is in... Is in the... Is in Fight 80s. Club. Yeah, right. That movie... I mean, that's how a lot of people I know would like, and it's Pixies. one of the more familiar songs. And see, I didn't follow I mean, that I don't band know. that much. I only know. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm the um, the Pixies aficionado. I probably know three songs, right? Maybe. Whereas my mind being one of them, the other two being ones that I couldn't sing a lyric to if you put a gun to my head. Yeah, but I know them if I hear them. Right, that's that was kind of where right. my place was in the thing, and so um, we, we enjoyed that part of the show. But I was like, without going into their entire catalog, I was just kind of I want to find out from Josh like what his yeah where his history was established with him. Did he just like did someone say hey check out the Pixies and then he like took a like. Time dive, machine, yeah. back to it is interesting for that to be his favorite band. I right. think that's super interesting. But you know, my mom and like my mom introduced me to like the Eagles and Creedence Clearwater Revival when I was a kid, and so those were bands that were pretty like regular in my rotation then. Yeah, before I, mean, it I would started make making sense. like before I started finding my own music. So maybe it was something that a parent had introduced to him, and I can see that. I mean, like so. My mom was a huge Steve Miller band mm-hmm. fan, and I've I've always been a big Steve Miller band fan. Right, like I know a lot of Steve Miller band songs. Yeah, I, I like James Taylor quite a bit. James and, Taylor and Dwight Yoakam, but those weren't like Dwight Yoakam. Uh, also, 
Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. My mom's a massive Tom Petty fan. I know way too many of those songs. And I like I do like them. So I mean that could be something like that. Right. Yeah. Or or it's something that you I've I've found bands that I hear a song in the movie, like Fight Club or something like that, and then you go download a bunch of other ones and right. <clears throat> become a genuine fan of. That's interesting. I'd be interested to know that. Yeah. How that comes about. I sometimes like to hear that with with sports teams too. Right. Especially when Somebody is not like from formed not from the geographic area that they especially college teams. When people are like, "Man, I am a huge." I had a Michigan coat. Yeah, when I but you know, but funny. You know why I had a Michigan coat? I like the colors blue and yellow. So back in the day <laughs> when I was a kid, I had a sweatshirt. I had a uh, I had a Georgetown Hoyas sweatshirt. Um, yeah, that was back when Georgetown, the Georgetown Hoyas were a good, like NCAA basketball team would go to the big dance every year and stuff, or at least during those, that time. Yeah. So that's interesting to me, uh, because now looking back, I don't know why I would ever be a Georgetown fan. I don't know anyone that, uh, lived there, but somehow I I chose that as a team. I, like, I had a friend that followed the Arkansas Razorbacks from Montana. Like he, he moved from <laughs> Kellogg, Idaho to where to St. Regis. And he was like a Razorbacks fan. Super interesting. Yeah. Sometimes you glean onto it though. When you're a kid. And, well, it's, you just wonder what informed. That so thing. I had a Raiders hat at one point. So that's why I like the story. That's why I love doing shows like sports program where we've talked about stuff like that because we'll talk about how we became fans of teams like yeah. that. Because that's actually a story that's interesting to me. Yeah, I don't, I don't really buy into the whole bandwagon ideal. You know, I'm gonna take one of these. Go for it. The whole bandwagon ideal where it's like you're not allowed to be a fan of a team unless you've been a fan of them since you were a toddler. I've been making the joke right on our show that I've been a lifetime fan of the Portland Trailblazers since this last summer, <laughs> where we decided that they were my team on the show. Right. We used my show to decide that Portland was my team. Right. I'm going into our first playoffs now with me being a huge, massive, lifetime Portland Trailblazers fan since this last summer. <laughs> and I genuinely like the team. I'm buying in, Ward. I'm buying into the team. They're very awesome. They're very fun. I love watching them. I already liked them. It's even better now that I love them. And that's my team. So I think we talked about it on one of the last shows that we did with just us uh, where so like your friend that was a Razorbacks fan, somebody somewhere or something in his head saw that logo, I bet, when he was a kid and was like, that's cool. That's what I think it is. I, I think that's a lot of it for, for a person like me. The aesthetic. Because, though. like, the Raiders logo, kind of a cool logo, especially when you're a kid. Or, or go to the timing of things. I, I, said, I, I said on that episode of the show, I was a huge, I'm a big Anaheim Ducks fan. Because 
that those Mighty Ducks came out. You know, those came out when I was a kid. Very impressionable. And it did exactly what the Walt Disney Company wanted it to do. Oh, yeah. It did exactly what it wanted them to do. They wanted to create fans out of kids in the 90s. And then so they made movies of called The Mighty Ducks and literally made us all fans. The ones that are fans of the team now, most of them were fans of the team from the 90s. When, they, when the team came out, the movies were made to promote the fact that they were going to buy a team. Right. They were made for the kids. I mean, they did exactly what they needed to do. Then we started watching in the regular season. Now I'm just a... Now I'm just a big old Ducks fan. Nice. But now we're, we're in a good... So, like, for you, you could become a big Seattle hockey fan because we're in a good time for that. Seattle's going to get a hockey team. I know. We have people who just became fans of hockey this last year when the Vegas Golden Knights got a team. And it's like, hey, this is a perfect time for me to jump in. So is it so maybe with music like, the same way? Right. Bandwagoners well, create real fans though, right? Oh yeah. My mom so I grew up a Steelers fan. You know that. Your wife knows that. Your wife's also a Steelers fan. I am not from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania though. Nope. I'm from Lewiston, Idaho. Yeah, same for my wife. Now you'll find a lot of Steelers fans. But there's a lot of Steelers Idaho. fans around here, and I'm betting of the ones that are my age, probably have parents who were young and impressionable in the 1970s when the Steelers won four Super Bowls. Mm -hmm. And I would be willing to bet that my mom was probably a big bandwagoner in the 1970s. <laughs> I'd be willing yeah. to bet that. That's Terry Bradshaw and Lynn Swan yeah. and Mean Joe Green and the Steel Curtain. It's easy to become a big bandwagoner fan of that team. That's probably what my mom did. Now, what did that happen, though? My mom was a big bandwagoner Steeler fan, and because of that, my sister and I have only known the Steelers. Right. That's the team we watched in our house growing up. And now my sister are, and I are diehard Steeler fans, and we wouldn't have it any other way. And people always ask us, like, like people ask, like, how do you even become a Steelers fan? People ask that. How do you even become a Steelers fan around here? And I go, grew up on them. Well, are you from from Pennsylvania? Oh, God, no. I'm from here. But my mom was probably a big bandwagoner. Oh, yeah. But that creates fans. Yeah, because it passes down to generations. Especially if you're not jumping around. If you're a bandwagoner that sticks right. to the team. Well, and and the, the generational thing, it's like for me, like... With the like for Weezer example, for example, getting back to that, when Weezer came out, they put on a fucking show. Mm -hmm. Like it was billed as it, like the way they had the promotion materials, it was like looked like a Weezer's that like they were co-headlining. Mm -hmm. But when Weezer's came out, they made it clear that they were the headliner. <laughs> Very clear, like, dude. I've never, and this is what I want to ask you about, is mm -hmm. I've never seen a show put on the the level of production that they put on. Oh, awesome. Like, confetti cannons, fire, 
T-shirt cannons. I I could see T-shirt cannons with other shows and stuff too. Sure. And I and Surefire. I mean Kiss, and you know, mm-hmm. but um, uh, they had like a strobe ball that like just glistened across the entire like. It's awesome arena, and it was just this like in tor- in like endorphin kick to the nuts because awesome. it was just. I mean, everybody's standing up singing. I'm not comfortable doing that, and I'm standing there just singing along to every song. That's awesome. Nicole's standing along singing to every song. That's awesome. I mean, and they played all of my favorite all the songs, hits. all the hits. Awesome. Even like even the one like I mean, they know what the, the like for me, like I look they at know what their fans like, love. They know who their audience is, and that's what you know. I know there's like this this division among Weezer fans. Like You've seen the SNL, SNL skit, skit. yeah. yeah. I, my, my favorite thing about the SNL skit is how the two are very impassioned in the, in the division of the Weezer fans, which we know is real. Yeah. Um, but I do love how the other ones show how insignificant it is. Yeah, right. Right. Like, like no one cares. <laughs> yeah, who I assume I assume by this conversation that Rivers is the singer of this band. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and so <clears throat> I really like we we got there early. Like we got there early. We bought merchandise ahead of time. Sure, we bought um, we bought the kettle corn ahead of time, and a and a nice tall diet coke. Can I just say I'm proud of you for getting a seat and knowing yourself. That I was gonna have to go back to the concession stand if I didn't go sit down, or um, the, just or, knowing that you're you're in your 30s and you need to sit your ass down at some time. Oh yeah, yeah. Or not be on seats, the floor. They had seats on the floor. Did they? Yeah, but everybody stood. But I also didn't want to. I didn't know that I wanted to sit on the floor. I was at his level from where yeah. I was sitting in the. Well, the reason why I'm saying is because when when Nathan and I went to Blink One Eighty Two, you bought the floor seat. I've we, had a floor, we I've got had floor seat. Bad we got we got general admission, which was actually no seats at all. We were on the floor, just mm. right up front. We could get right up front. Yeah. But the next day, I was so sore and so sick from all the movement and the. I was so dehydrated. Was there mosh pitting too? Yep. Yeah. See, that was. Uh, I got put off on it. I went to a Pearl Jam concert in like '98, mm. and I was on the. We were on the football field at, in Missoula, yeah. and people bumping into me the whole time, and it's just like it was like. Yeah. And I, dude, '98. I was twenty year, twenty one years younger, and I was still just a fucking uptight asshole. Right. Then, <laughs> well, the <laughs> you bumped into me. Yeah. Um, I, I mean now. I mean, I know like Nathan and I. Now we said the next time we go see Blink, which we will, we will go again. Uh, we will, we will purchase seats. Yeah. Though. No more general admission. No more floor. I'm not getting up front. I don't need to be up front. Well, and see, Nicole and I even talked about like if they're if Weezer's close enough to like do like a to fly to them. It's like if they go to Seattle, mm-hmm. we'll fly. Oh Seattle yeah, and, go, and and this time, take the kids because back to that generational piece of it. Like when I when I went, um, Jesse had asked me. She's like, "Did you bring your kids?" I was like, "Fuck no!" Right. And this was before the concert started. And about like halfway through the concert, I turned to Nicole and she and we both were like, "Oh man, I wish the boys were here," mm-hmm. because I feel like they would have like 
Loved it. Had a blast. It was an experience. Like, we got back, we walked from our hotel. It was about a mile walk from the hotel. We had to go over the, like, the interstate overpass. Yeah. But we walked from our hotel to the thing, which was great because then we didn't have to try to find parking. Right. And, you know, and then if we wanted to drink, and I did end up drinking, mm-hmm. um, we could. She Right before Weezer started, she, Nicole went to the bathroom and was like, give me a beer. And it was like a last, like an impulse decision. Uh-huh. She brought back two. Yeah. So I love her. Uh-huh. Um, Spokane Arena is the same way, too, if you ever go to a concert at Spokane Arena. Mm-hmm. If you stay at the um, Red Lion there. You can walk. You can walk. Yeah. It's right there. Well, then if you, like, and I know the Uber exists, but and that's the other thing is if if we, if the weather was shitty when we got done, we could have got an Uber. Right. And got home. Right. right. Um, so it wasn't like it or got back to our hotel room. Beautiful world we live in. It is. It's so <laughs> amazing. But anyway, so we get back to the hotel as they're walking in. Someone's pulling in and this guy leans out and he's like, did you guys just go to the Weezer concert? And I was like, yeah. He's like, fuck yeah. That's awesome. Was like, it was a good show. And he's like, yeah. That's so, awesome. But I mean, everybody, like, it was <clears throat> just a beautiful thing to watch that like, Everybody just turned into, like, for the amount of people that were there singing along, enjoying mm-hmm. themselves, Weezer has a huge fan base that's still so, prevalent. And I kind of equate them to, for their day, because they're 25 years into their singing yeah. career, they're kind of like, um, and you can tell me I'm wrong, but I feel, I, I kind of equate them to, like, an Aerosmith Well, no, okay, it's, so it's actually kind of funny that you say that, because... I've made I've made the references too. The reason why I keep comparing the two is because I feel like it's very similar. But Blink, um, yeah, it, them too, is that because Blink's been around for so long now, and so is Weezer. Those two bands, while people can argue whether or not they are the same talent level or the right. same sound or whatever as those bands you just mentioned, they are still our generations. That though. right, like they are our gen and they're pop. Which makes them even more Aerosmith than you know than than the other, right? Because Aerosmith is pop music. But my mom went and watched a ninety uh, the Aerosmith twice in the nineties, and she absolutely was like obsessed with them. And that was when like crazy and like uh, amazing, amazing, crazy, amazing crying. Yeah, see, the, there's an SNL skit where they like yeah. He's like, and their new hit song, Crazy Amazing Crying. Those are the three best songs, though, right. in my opinion. Uh, actually, just that era, just that era of Aerosmith, that's their best music, yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, that was kind of like the, it's, it feels to me similar call, to the era that the, Weezer's going through now, yeah, where they so, can still capitalize on how popular so they are. So I call it the Liv Tyler era. That sure. was when Liv Tyler right. and Alicia Silverstone were in two music videos. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, Silverstone. she popped up in Aerosmith and or Alicia, in uh, Armageddon. Alicia Silverstone was my first uh, uh, celebrity crush. Oh yeah, she was good looking, and good, cutie. good looking little cutie. Yeah. Um, so Weezer's in that in that era though. It's like a renaissance. They're mm-hmm. they're older. Blink's older. It's you know they're not getting any younger. The music's still good. Uh, still, but it's cool to go to a like so but they hang on to relevance too because they're still appealing to people that are younger than us. So when I went to Blink One Eighty Two and my uh, no, you know what? They are our generation's Aerosmith because I've heard my mom say the same thing I'm about ready to say. Okay. Yeah, 
no, I, I heard my mom say something along these lines. So when I went to go watch Blink in 2011 with Nathan, we both were like, hey, we're some of the older people here. <laughs> when we went and watched him in 2016 or whatever, like five years later-ish, can't remember, 2016, 2017, whenever yeah. that was. I go, hey, we are definitely some of the older people here, but you see these younger people between my age and maybe 18, 19 years old, maybe 17, mm-hmm. maybe even 16. All of them singing, even the old songs, even the new, just, just this completely new generations yeah. well, of like people who like the music. discovering like Green Day. Okay. Yeah. And he's twelve. Right. He's thirteen years younger than me, and he like ended right. up buying the whole Green Day catalog when he so, was like fourteen. My mom went to Aerosmith two times, and when she went and watched them, she went and watched during the crazy, amazing, crying time period, the uh-huh. Liv Tyler yeah. days. And my mom said that she she went with my grandma. My grandma is only about ten ten to fifteen years older than my mom. <laughs> But it's a it's a, her stepmom or whatever. So my step grandma. Yeah. She so she went with her to those to that those two concerts, and they said they were joking around about how they just felt like two like kind of old ladies there, even though this is like the '90s, and my mom's still younger ish. Yeah. Yeah. But they still like my grandma was like older than my mom, obviously. Right. And they said they were talking about like. I remember now, I remember the stuff, how they're talking about how they, like, turn around and there'd be, like, a little 19-year-old. They're, like, flashing her titties at her, at Steven Tyler and how they're, like, oh, no, like, we're the oldest people here. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's the same. It's the same thing. There's That's our generation's... So Aerosmith and Blink-182 are my mom's... Uh, my mom's Aerosmith, and I think she wouldn't watch Ario Speedwagon at the Gorge forever ago in the 90s. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. Ario Speedwagon was still doing stuff at the time. Still a good band, too. Yeah. But see, like some of those bands, and it's not, and I'm not dogging on any band, but some of them go like the way of like the casino. That's true. Gig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the smaller gigs. Yeah. Where they're not going to do like big giant stadium sellout. Crowd. But I will say, like, I was worried about Weezer filling up. It filled up. Yeah. And it was like packed. So, as far as I was, was going to tell you about the show itself, uh, also in relation to Blink. Man, I don't know why these two bands haven't done shows together. Blink and Weezer? I don't know why they haven't. I feel like they, they kind should of fit have into the same. So Blink's concerts, the two I've been, to, the three I went to one in two thousand one as well, long time ago. So I went in one in two thousand one, one in two thousand eleven, and one in like two thousand sixteen. Whatever the fuck that was, twenty seventeen. Yeah. Um, pyro, a uh, crazy show, like just crazy light show, crazy stuff. Pyro, pyro. They had. Um, Isn't that exciting? Doesn't that it's get you so just crazy? It was just so crazy. You're like, whoa, this is amazing. Um, I, I don't want to lose this point because I want to tell you this thing after that. If, if that gets you jacked, I know another type of show you need to go to. <laughs> I do know one other type of show it's you need pr- to go to. Production. I love watching stuff that's like. And if that's the case, like I know one other type of show okay, you need okay. to go to at least one time. 
you need to go at least one time. But yeah, you're right, man. It's a blast. But you're right. Uh, Blink-182 and Weezer and a few, Green Day, those bands, they can still sell out a big arena mm-hmm. still right now. Yeah. I mean, when, when Blink-182 came. Nope. Nope. When Blink-182 came to, they played Spokane Arena, and that was a big deal because it's the first time they'd played Spokane in a really long time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe this is them kind of accepting now that winding down. And then, nope. They just kept playing bigger shit, and now they have another album that's going to be coming out, and they're going to be doing a big old world tour again. They're just as fucking big. Yeah. Weezer's heading to Canada next. So it's nuts. So, like, Um, I, it makes me excited about like the future. Yeah, and because Weezer, like, well, no, even that's this how new I am too. Because Weezer, Nathan, I was like, I like this album. Nathan there hasn't been I, an album of Weezer that I have not enjoyed. Yep. Nathan to and some I have a pact. Yeah, same here. I agree. So, so if they come play close again, I'll go to Weezer with you. Huh. You, you and me can have Weezer, and I, I'll have Blink with uh, with, with Nate? Nathan. Okay. But I'll go, I'll go to you, you with you and Nicole to a Weezer show for sure. Okay. I would love that. Yeah. Um, uh, Nathan and I have a pact that if they come anywhere close enough, we go watch Blink. If it's close enough, we got the money, we go watch Blink. Um, yeah, and you're going to have the money because you'll make the you'll or make you'll make sure you'll make you it happen. Make it happen. Yeah. No, exactly. It's like hundred dollars for a ticket. Well, okay, so it was we seventy five dollars for Weezer tickets. So we paid quite a bit for those Blink yeah. tickets the second time, for so we could be on the floor as close as we wanted, yeah. and we bought. Beers and stuff. I mean, I spent two hundred dollars on that concert. And you know why I did that? Because I was I'm a free, I'm a free American man who could do whatever the fuck you want. And that's what I did. I did with that with my money. Um, the 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 if you like production, it doesn't matter how big or small of a fan you are. The thing you need to go watch is you need to keep an eye out for it because it comes to Spokane Arena at least once a year. Generally, maybe once every two, you need to go watch a WWE event at Spokane Arena. You absolutely got to go we to go at least family. one. You we should, should go as a family. I think you really be, should. Sans Zoe, I think she'd probably she's probably a little. Yeah. But house show they're called house shows because they're not televised. It's at Spokane Arena. Yeah, and they're house shows. They're not televised. It's just, so it's not so it's 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 can't. It's hard to explain. It's in kayfabe still, but it's not necessarily canon. So there are things that will happen at house shows that nece- if you don't watch the TV show, you're not going to know. But house shows are the best because you boo the bad guy and you cheer the good guy. And you hear their, when their music plays and you, they, they, you pop for like the big guy, the good guys that yeah. come out. Man, it's just so much fun. And it even if like you it. don't know who they are. Yeah, no, I think I, I yeah, I think it sounds fun. So I went to one event, the first event I ever went to, I was a little kid and I went to I think what I think it was a charity event and I got to meet the Bushwhackers and um Mr. Perfect and uh Sergeant Slaughter. I was a kid, small kid. Um as an adult, the only event I've ever gone to was I went to this one with Nathan. Yeah. At Spokane Arena. And it was so fun. It was the best time. I mean, we had so much fun cheering and just be, just suspending disbelief. And we had amazing seats, man. We're fuck maybe twelve seats away or twelve 
12 to 18 feet away from the actual main, the, the ring. That's awesome. And, we're, and, and, you know, where people walk down the ramp, you know, when they have their music plays and they walk down the ramp to get down to the ring, we're near the ramp. So we get to see him walk by. There's this guy, his name's Baron Corbin. I mean, you get to see the reactions of stuff you never see on TV. His name's Baron Corbin. He, at the time, his, his head's shaved now. At the time, he had long hair, but he has a skullet, basically. He went bald and his hair is long. Oh, yeah. yeah. And his finish move is called The End of Days. One of the guys in Spokane brought a sign that said, Baron Corbin's hair has seen the end of days. <laughs> Baron Corbin walked up. He's walking down the ring. He's a heel. He's a bad guy. Bad guy. Boo, right? Yeah, yeah. He walks down the ring. He looks at that sign. He died on the inside. And you got to see that in real time. <laughs> real time, yeah. Real time. This dude's a celebrity you know, in that world. It, hurts his it hurt his ward. He's a heel. He's a heel bad guy in the WWE. And I kid you not, <laughs> he read that sign and it fucking hurt his feelings. And I got to see that in real life. <laughs> someone, someone brought a sign that was smart enough and mean enough <laughs> for him to yeah. for him to be this heel character. I'm not kidding about this. Yeah. He's this heel bad eye bad, bad guy badass character. He walks down and looks at the sign and it says Baron Corbin's hairline has seen the end of days and I'm kidding you not. He goes he this is was his face. He goes <laughs> His feelings were hurt. That's he hilarious. broke character to show that his feelings were hurt. I felt bad that his feelings were hurt, but also I loved that I saw that. Uh, another another thing in the show that was really good is um, there's this wrestler named Kevin Owens, um, who is fucking hilarious. But he like I mean, he's a he's a big guy. He's like two sixty five. He's kind of chubby. Yeah. But he does these high flyer moves and stuff, and you're like, man, that's kind of cool. It's kind of Kind of like watching one of us, like rep- being represented in the ring, where he's just he's he's chubby, but he's awesome. Right. Someone someone shouts out. This is the thing that's cool about things. You go to a music act, you don't shout out shit to the band that's gonna because you, you that makes you a dick if you're like, hey, <laughs> you suck. You know, you're like you're a douchebag, right? Going to a concert, yeah. you go to a wrestling thing. Somebody in front of me, I don't shout out a ton. Right. I mean, I'll, sh- I'll yell with other people, yeah, but I'm concert, not like... The concert, the extent of my shouting was, woo! Yeah, and I do that too. I don't, I'm not going to go like... I don't go, to a, I don't go to a wrestling thing either, and I'm not like, Hey, John, like John, you know, Bobsley, your <laughs> legs look weird. You know, like I don't do right. stuff like that. You know, I'm not going to pick on... Somebody... <laughs> Kevin Owens is getting in the ring, and someone goes, You know, Kevin Owens, you suck! And he turns around and he goes, and Nathan got this on camera, which is the best part. Is he, Nathan's one of those guys that records the show and stuff. He records a song and puts it on Facebook so you can't hear it. God love you, Nathan, but he does it. I recorded stuff. I sent you something, no, but, and, you know, but it's mine. That's... And no, but that's, that's the thing. All, like, I'm not gonna post it on. I'm Facebook, never, I'm never angry at anybody who does it. It's just, right. I was just saying, he's one of the ones that will. He, he he'll will. record a thing. He goes, "Yep, share it. This is cool. 
people listen to it. It is what it is. Like right. it is. I doesn't bother me. It's just this uh, thing he does. So he goes the wrestling thing. I'm watching There's it. There's the other argument that he's you want like, to live it. Yeah, he's like yeah. So I, I I'm You're living. living I want to live it. But he's also he wants. To he's the smart it. one because he fucking catches the thing and he'll relive it forever. Right. And he catches this moment where Kevin. Someone goes, Yo, Kevin Owens, you suck. And he turns around and clear as day. I mean, like a pin could drop. He goes, you have me confused with your mother <laughs> to this fucking dude in Seattle, in Spokane, Washington. That's great. Who's, and everyone in the crowd. That's my, my favorite part is what they don't show you on TV is when the action guys actually do say something to somebody in the crowd, they break a thing and they, you know, they break they that break silence character. and yeah. they go, Blah 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 to somebody, you yeah, know. That, don't fuck yourself, yeah, motherfucker, you I, I, piece of Yeah, shit. and then it just cuts back to the match. You don't even see anything. Well, what happens in real life is when somebody goes, "You have me confused with your mother," as the whole crowd goes, "Oh," and then just roasts the dude forever. It was hilarious. <laughs> nice. Um, one of the other things that was super funny. Um. This wrestler named Jinder Mahal, he's this big, um, he's this big wrestler who is billed from like India. I think he's Canadian though, but he's Jinder Mahal, right? Like kind of like Taj Mahal. Yeah, his name's Jinder. He um, he has kind of like longer hair, but it's curly. And you know how they pour the water in their hair? His hair always kind of looks like he has a jerry curl. And he had this at this event, he's the big heel at this event. Like he's headliner heel. And nobody likes him. Except for one fucking dude in Spokane, Washington, decided to be the gender fan the whole night. <laughs> and so he comes out and uh this dude um this dude in the crowd just like cheered Jinder Mahal for his whole match. And it was fucking hilarious because it would die down to where it was so quiet. <laughs> and this guy would be like, Gender, I love your fucking Jerry curls, man. <laughs> and you know, you know he could hear it. Oh, yeah. So there's a couple times where you see Gender Mahal like kind of break. He would kind of corpse. Yeah. Like he, you could tell he's starting to like laugh. Because <laughs> some fucking dude is shouting about how much he loves this Jerry curl. Right. And you could hear it because the Spokane Arena is actually not that massive of a place. Right. In, in fact, until you see a wrestling event in the Spokane Arena, you realize how small of an event that it is. Oh, yeah. I mean, it yeah. feels bigger when there's the hockey rink in it. Right. But it's still, it still isn't. Now, that it doesn't feel massive when there's this hockey right. rink in it, but it feels bigger. Yeah. Maybe because you're sitting up in the stands and you're looking down, then you see a cross. But you go watch a wrestling event, you're sitting right by the ring. Right. You can see the back of the wall right here, and you're like, oh, God, that's small. Yeah. That's a good bet. You got to go to a wrestling show. Okay. One time. Maybe. Might be one time. Might be one time. Might be but at least one. Times. I feel like I feel like if you go to one, it'd be hard not to go to more. If they're well, that's around, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, if they're around, I'll watch for. Well, you'll see it before I do. Let me know. We'll do, and we'll and then you know, we'll. Have I'll to, probably go with. We'll you. have to figure things out. I'll probably would go too. Yeah. I mean, money wise and stuff, because budgets and things. Yeah. 
Yeah, I make sure I make the budget happen That's for that. This next year, I'm gonna go to. We can end on this too. Yeah. This next year, I'm gonna. I am guaranteed to go to a Portland Trailblazers basketball game. Nice. That's very much what I intend on doing. Well, we ended up because our flight got fucked up in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. We ended up getting like a hundred dollar flight vouchers. So we're going to go and take the kids and go to Seattle for a Sounders game. Oh, that's cool. So that'll be fun. Um, oh, before we head out, I want to give a quick shout out to, to Bruno Barros. Barros? He's got to tell me how to say his name. Bruno, you are the man. He, he is the, he's the this guy. Is the that, this is the listener that he sent the jump rope story. He's right, the clo- okay, He right. has uh, what it. The clothing line? Yeah, yeah. Whatisbeeasy.com is the website. I think I w- it's Barros. Barros. I would think so. That was that it's would be Barros. I, yes, I would pronounce it Barros. I think it's Barros as well. He's out of New Jersey. He's a listener that's been that listened to us way back when we were doing the show previously. He liked the show. I Basement Boys one. Basement time. Boys one. Wow. Like seven, eight years ago. Okay. Like he's moved on. He's had a life since then. But he's still come back to listen to us talk. More. So I really, like, I mean, that means a great deal to me. You know what else he did? We talked about buying a t-shirt. And I'm going to buy, like, actually buy some clothing from his clothing brand. He sent me no way. a t-shirt. He sent me a shirt. Why aren't you wearing it? I need to. I got to lose a couple pounds because I ordered a large. Because I was oh, like, uh-huh. I need a large. I, I need to lose, but I need to lose like I'm like five pounds away from feeling oh, okay. okay in it. But um, what kind of shirt is it? T shirt. It's t shirt. Yeah, and uh, it's got the the octopus. You can see the octopus logo on the. Oh, I've I, seen. He that. sent me. He sent stickers with it, and so I put a sticker on my uh, my deal. My uh, my new lappy. Well, thank you, Mister Barrows. Yeah, thank you. I I mean, and um. Uh, yeah, just amazing uh, to have somebody send something like that. I really appreciate it. But he's a he's what we on the sports program like to call a supporter. Yeah, well, and like I mean, we talk about basement boys, and I, I throw out the word legacy shows. Yeah, because those were and those episodes will not enter the pantheon again. No, uh, maybe a few here and there, but mm. I haven't gone. <laughs> we haven't made I, it happen. It's it's. it's it's so hard to listen to yourself from eight years ago, ten years ago. After I've and, hit, and to, to to kind of like flosh your way through all of the, the if I'm ever if I'm ever homeless, say. you can release them because yeah. I've already gone to the bottom where I can get. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you knew or not, but yesterday's show sports program I did by myself. Oh wow, a solo show, How'd solo show. I went okay. I mean, it's it's definitely interesting because when you do a show like that, you're saying you know opinion based things. And you're saying it to yourself by yourself, right? With nobody to rebut what you're saying, right? No, I did a so I did some solo basement voice shows, and I it's hard of all of the shows I've ever done, the solo ones I have not gone back to, <laughs> and for good reason because I don't want to hear myself. Just sit and flounder. There's moments where I would flounder, and I'd be like, uh, "Okay, what's the?" And so, not to uh, you know, like Andrew 
is he's doing a great job, yeah. And he comes in prepared, and so well, that's and, part of it. He's prepared. So yeah, for my show yesterday, I wrote an outline. Yeah. Well, no, and see, and I had like, I mean, I had a lot of like content coming my way, and we did a lot more like uh, pop culture type stuff at the time. And so, I mean, when I was doing solo shows, Charlie Sheen was at the top of the winning game oh. at the time. So I mean, it wasn't like I was. Uh, at a loss for content. It's good timing. Our stream just died. Oh, wow. Pretty much. Like, terribly. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, right. for listening to the show. Thanks for listening, and we'll... Uh, one more, baby! One more. This is second to last. Like that? I did. Loved it. All like right. that energy. We'll see you next week for the last episode of Basement Boys 2. The very Thanks, last. Thanks, baby! Before we go to <laughs> Time Spent Poorly with Eduardo and Derek. <laughs> All right, thanks. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Time